back, everybody, to another episode of the X1 Bros, where our mixer is dying. There we go. We're back. This is like the last week of our mixer. Hopefully, we have a new mixer that we've just been so busy, we've not had chances to set it up, but it's a it's a fancy one. Our voices will be coming through smoother than they've ever sounded before. Smooth as silk. Smooth as silk and wet like butter. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love butter, by the way. Oh, butter's the best. Yeah, butter. Anyone that's like, butter's unhealthy for you. Screw you. <laughs> Is butter really unhealthy? I think though? they actually found that it's not like butter and salt. It changes right? like every couple years. I yeah. swear. Remember when eggs were not healthy and then they're healthy and then they're not healthy? Yeah, that's why I'm just healthy. holding out on my Dr. Pepper. Eventually it'll flip and it'll be healthy again. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Pepper. Yeah, you're ahead of the curve, man. Do- yeah, Dr. Pepper cream soda, everybody. Dr. It's, Pepper cream soda is definitely healthy. So good. Right now. So good right now. It is. Welcome back, everybody. It was a huge week. We had the extended um, Xbox Bethesda Showcase. We had the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, which we already talked about. Did anybody have a chance to tune into the extended one? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was just meh. Well, it's just a lot of talking. It's it was ex- good. I mean, it's more information on game. Like, if you're not interested in the game, then yeah, I, I that some games I wasn't interested in for you. But uh, it's just a behind it, or it's more of a developer diary of the game. I yeah, guess. they went in and so we got some additional details. information on stuff for sure. The one that we got additional information on was Aura, that civilization-like game. Which remember, spicy, you made the joke. Oh, maybe that was in-game footage. It kind of was actually. <laughs> when you see it, it's it's civilization, but better. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Civilization with a modern look, because you know how you have the hexagons and then your cities are enclosed in civilization. Mm-hmm. In this, it's not. It's like if you were to combine civilization and city skylines, and that's how it looks. So when you're going through and you're seeing the people walk around, that's actually what the game is like. Yeah, I mean, from a you're at like a you're a bird's eye view of it, but that's what it's like. Where it just expands and continues to expand. It looks very, very good. I'm very excited for Ara. I'm glad we were able to get some additional information for that and to see more what they're trying to do. Um, and these are from the lead engineers of Civilize, the Civilization series. Yeah. Another one we didn't really talk about last week was Valheim to console. That's right. Well, that yeah. dropped. That's because that dropped during the extended yeah. release. Valheim's yeah, yeah. coming to console, well, and baby. I, I think. I think it said like, remember at the very end when they flash all the games? I think it says Valheim, and I. I feel like I remember thinking, oh, interesting. Oh, does <laughs> it? Yeah, I think it does, like at the very end where it flashes all the names of the games. And you were like, Valheim, we didn't I think, talk about I think, I think it says it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I, don't, no, think yeah. it, I don't think it I think did. it did. I don't think it did. I'll bet you a burger. I, oh, a burger. Well, all, you have to, yeah, all you have to do the is The challenge go. has been uh, called, David. What is your response? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all you have to do I is go to our thumbnail of our last episode and we use the that image. No, 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 no. Not that image. At the very end when they flash every single game. I believe Valheim was on that list. Whatever, bro. Mark can look it up. You are, is yeah. that that important? To I, it's important to me. So okay. Valheim, Valheim is coming, coming to console, console in um, spring of next year, and it's coming to PC in fall. It will be on Game Pass. So if you've been That's really cool. looking we'll to jump to... into that game, it's coming to Game Pass. How about a community server, everybody? Yeah, we'll have to fire the server back. You guys up. had your own server. I we think did. we I think we dropped one for the community. We literally just dropped it, I think, for, <laughs> for, uh, for V Rising. For V Rising, yeah. yeah. But it's still there. I mean, we can spin the wheels back up. 
Spin them right back. Got a solid state drive on that server. Yes, we paid for, for an fast, extra two dollars a month. So fast loading time. The title of this episode is "Has Xbox Set the Tone for This Generation?" And we asked this question in our last episode when we reviewed the Xbox Bethesda showcase. And we asked that question because did they do what they needed to do? After seeing the showcase, after seeing the extended showcase, I think they have. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. And I think the underrated announcement, the most underrated announcement of the show was the partnership with Riot Games. Oh, yeah. And the reason is is because a lot of people don't realize this. That's a huge, huge, huge player base between all of their games, Runeterra, Legends of Runeterra. League of Legends, Valorant, and you get all of those characters unlocked now if you're on PC, if you subscribe to Game Pass. I have a buddy who, that's all he plays. He plays Teamfight Tactics and League of Legends. That is it. And I said, hey, did you see the partnership? No, I didn't see the partnership. Here's what it means. And he said, holy crap, that's huge. Yeah, for I'm League. buying the Game Pass just for that. For League just of Legends. Just to unlock all the characters. That's a lot of characters. And that's exactly the point of it. You, Xbox does not care if you buy their Xbox, Xbox only cares if you subscribe to their Game Pass and getting players into Game Pass on PC via the Riot Games announcement is absolutely huge. That's a great, great deal for players who love Riot Games. Yeah. Well, and just think of the future. Riot's working on an MMO. Is that going to be on Game Pass? I mean, they have this partnership. Well, and the thing that stood out to me on that partnership was that's not all. This is just the beginning, I believe, is what he yeah. said. And this is just the beginning. Well, and I wonder, did it? Mark did, did they say all future characters as well? Because you're not talking about just League of Legends characters. You're talking about Valorant characters. Um, but yeah, did he say, did they say future characters as well? Or is it just up to this point? I don't I don't know. I can't say. I don't I, think I, they I just mentioned said it, it. All characters unlocked. I would assume yeah. that would be. Agreed. Yeah. I would assume Agreed. that that would be. Now, because of this announcement, I have jumped into Teamfight Tactics, which. If anybody in the community plays Team Fact Tactics, please help me. <laughs> it. Can you fix stupid? <laughs> no, well, that might be my problem. <laughs> I don't know if you can fix stupid. The tutorial does a pretty good job. But by the time I get to like my eighth hero that's dropped. So for those of you that don't know what Team, team Fight Tactics is, it's an auto chess battler. And you basically drop these heroes. They have different abilities. You can combine them you can complement them based on what characters you select and every round you get to select an additional character to put on the board and you go a few rounds you fight uh, npcs and then in the end you fight eight other players and it's this giant battle that that goes on or seven other, i don't know the amount of players but by the time i get to like the eighth round and i'm selecting this character i've lost track of what my character's abilities are who i'm going for who what complements what and so I asked my I asked a couple friends who I know are really into this, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, it's a learning curve. It's just a learning curve." But I'm very excited. I'm especially excited if these come to console. I think, like you guys said last week, MOBAs are made that MOBA style genre just fits well on console. Yeah, I mean, you don't need much. It's literally, I mean, how many keys are on a keyboard, and they only use like six of them. And that's what the joystick takes care of. Five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you don't even need the mouse. Uh, I mean, you really wouldn't even have to revamp the store UI in, in League of Legends when you buy your gear and stuff because it's just, you can just do it with the D-pad. Like, it's, I don't know. Valorant, I think all their games that are on PC right now would work for console, and I think it'd be really cool if they came to console, especially Valorant. Yeah. 
Yeah, I Valorant. Think, Valorant would be big. Well, I think that's. I think you've been wanting that for years. And well, years. I just want a good yeah. Counter Strike style game on the console, and so far I've been mildly we've disappointed. Had, we've with, had tastes of it, but they have been uh, subpar. The yeah. best one to do it has been Rogue Company, and I wouldn't say that that is a true. It's not like Valorant or Counter Strike. It's a little bit in the middle. I would say that between yeah, that's you know Counter Strike and and like a game like Overwatch, I guess. It's well, kind of in the middle. Here's the thing: if Blizzard's not going to bring Hearthstone to cons to console, which with Xbox purchasing them, that's probably ine inevitable. I have also been playing from Riot Games Legends of Runeterra, which is their Hearthstone their card game. Yeah. Card game, it's very good. And I, I was telling Spicy about it this week. Spicy, I actually as I was playing, I was like, I wonder what Spicy would think because he's so into it. It does some things differently that I really, really like compared to Hearthstone. Uh, mostly mostly in the way that your turns work. You can't attack every turn. You can only attack every other turn. And on defense, your player, like, you get to choose who, who takes the hits. Who takes the hits. Yeah. And that's very nice. It's pretty refreshing. The other thing, they do a really good job. Everything on the screen is clickable. So you can, they give you hints and tips and tricks. And then you can dive into the lore of each character, which this is League of Legends. There's a ton of lore with the characters there. Legends of Runeterra. Very good. I've been playing on my iPad all week, prepping. If this comes to Xbox, I'm I'm jumping in. I'm getting that. I'm 100% in that. Yeah. But I, I do you guys agree with me? Do you think this is the sleeper announcement of the... I don't see a lot of people talking about it, but I really do think this is a big boy partnership. No, I think it's big too. I mean, just look at one, League of Legends alone. That's a yeah. big game. I, I mean, mean what, are their, what are their prize pools at their tournaments? They're huge. I mean, like, we're getting a lot of toxic communities in this one. Yeah. And now we're going voice toxic. <laughs> yes. That's next yeah. level. This is next this, <laughs> this is this is what Xbox Live is made for. Yeah. Well, it's telling yes. me this is, uh, this is what Xbox Live is made for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> telling me what I need uh, to do with myself. Yeah, well, I remember when I first played Dota 2 cuz we were coming off a league and Dota 2 had team chat, like actual team voice chat. And I remember the people I was playing with, it was a friend, and he was like, why would you add that to a MOBA? <laughs> like, that's a terrible idea. And it was. It gets I pretty intense. I remember the first time I jumped into League of Legends, I was like a tr uh, a child. Yeah. And I thought, why, why is everyone picking on me? I'm just trying to play. But chat was just unloading. Yeah. They just unloaded. And League of Legends, if you've never played it or any of those kind of games, the learning curve, t it's like thousands of hours just to get capable yeah like yeah. just to be okay <laughs> yeah well, there's a lot to the learning curve is pretty big now it's exciting because this is like moba moba chat is yeah. like our little taste of 2006 call of duty you know, with, yeah. with the chats, <laughs> That's it's true. it's like the uh, back then it was the wild west of voice chat. You know, when when you can, you know, you're doing great when you get a voicemail on the Xbox Live. Yeah, the thirty second, the thirty one. second. You know, yeah, voicemail. Look, Defenestrator agrees with you. League toxicity is on the level of Call of Duty, circa two thousand nine. Yeah. Like it's like it, it is some good stuff. Like that's. The, if you haven't had that in your life, you don't you don't know what's uh, You're not living, yeah, baby. That's our own little taste <laughs> of how things used to be. Uh, yeah, exactly. Defenestrate. They hate noobs. It's true. You jump in and immediately like this well, noob think, and you're like, what? I think the game requires you to get to like level ten before it even lets you play against like you'll your teammates will be real players, but the uh AI will be the other side. 
So I, th- I so I think going back to our question, did, has Xbox set the tone this week for this generation for the for for the time being? I think that answer is yes. Spicy, what do you, what do you think? What did they accomplish? What they needed to accomplish this week with all of their announcements? Uh, well, your like you said, their goal is Game Pass. That's been their strategy. We've been seeing that for years. Uh, moves like this, moves like I mean, they got Hideo Kojima. They got they did some, they did that's some, another big that's, one. That's, that's another a, big one. Yeah. yeah, they did they did some pretty Persona series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did some pretty. Um, I don't know if you'd call it under the hood because we know what they are, but they're like they're tightening some screws here, tightening some bolts there. They're you know they're at they're. They're regearing the gears, you know, to to just make things just flow and you know just add power to their whole. This is an analogy, but to their whole makeup of of uh, you know of of their system and their ecosystem and all that stuff. Uh, it they're making moves and they've been making moves for a long time and you can't argue that we are getting benefit. We are benefiting from. Uh, th- this this type of stuff, you know, like Agreed. the Game Pass with all the games that you have access to, um, AAA titles coming out that are day one Game Pass releases. It's it's good, very very good for the gaming industry, in my opinion. And I think these are moves that other entities need to take notice, and they already have had to make some moves on their own, you know, uh, to 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 keep up because this is a. I really feel like Microsoft is a a avalanche moving down the mountain, and they're just going to gain steam and keep gaining and keep gaining with with all their stuff. I mean, they they ever all the time. I'm talking about uh, just just. I mean, the pocketbook alone of of just Microsoft buying. You know, sixty-eight. It, we were like in awe at the what was it, the nine point eight billion or ten billion of Bethesda. I was like, yeah. oh my, oh my gosh! And then they just throw out, you know, what? I don't know, under a year, I think maybe <laughs> a year and a half, maybe a year, maybe just over a year. Yeah, just over a year. Then they're like, you know what? I bet you somebody at Microsoft is like, I don't want to lose StarCraft. I think Mikey Barra was a plant. (laughs) He was a plant. (laughs) (laughs) To make it happen. It's Oh, that should be a And then when he got promoted. Played by Tom Cruise. Notice the the deal happened after he got promoted. After they're like, hey, we have some rumors. Mike, come here. Yeah. Mike, we've got some rumors. There's some shady stuff happening at Blizzard. (laughs) I want you to go in. You expose it. And well, we can work something out. I mean, Blizzard, we'll get it for pennies on the dollar. Blizzard yeah. was having some really tough. I mean, they were doing some odd things, and well, and to be fair, they still are. They, well, yeah, because we know that because of you know Diablo Immortal. Which, by the way, Jordan, I've been watching videos on that. They're pretty. The pay to win. It's bad. It's like now that we now that a lot of us have gotten to, or a lot of people have gotten to end game to like really see the gem. And Blizzard's responses are hilarious. Because it's like, there was one where they're like, no, 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 you cannot buy gear to power up. And it's like, okay, that's technically true, but you buy gems that slot into your gear that make your gear more powerful. So So it's like, yeah, okay, you technically can't buy a chess piece, but your chess piece is worthless without the gem that you can buy. It would be like an erasing game. No, 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 you can't buy a better car to win, but you can buy the engine (laughs) to put in the car to win. 
So and that's why I'm skeptical about Diablo Four. So, so I had I had a video pop up on my recommended. By the way, speaking of speaking of this, and apparently, the, apparently the legendary gem that you it's it's called I don't know what it is, but it's yeah the legendary gem, and then you got five stars on top of that, so it's like a double. You can't sell that. There's two versions of it that look exactly the same. They're both the symbol of them is a purple face. Uh, one of them has a slightly different background, but they look exactly the same. You can't sell what the only gems you can sell on the marketplace are the ones you pay for. It's called the eternal, whatever it's called. Did you know this? No, no, I didn't. So, so, so <laughs> you can't. So there's some you can earn. You can earn like the legendary whatevers that do nothing for that you. That do well. You it, they're they're bound to your account. The only ones you can sell to other players is the ones you have to buy with your own money. That is But they made... What's sketchy is they made the logos look the exact same. So there's... so To fool you. Well, why else would it be so clear? Is that not like... Wow. And I I, I like in in chat, uh, yo, Mikey, we need the stock to fall like 40% before we buy it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) Very good. Oh, yeah, man. the pay to win is pretty bad in that game, and even even like on mobile standards, yeah, it's, like it's like whoa, yeah, like because there's mobile standards, and then there's like Diablo Immortal, like they went above and beyond. There's mobile, yeah, there's mobile standards that we've all aren't too bad, so we accept them, and then there's Diablo Immortal. <laughs> yeah. uh, all I'm saying is I'm glad that there is now a. A company swooping in <laughs> and making sure that some of my favorite IPs don't get like buried, crushed. Yeah, but see, that's why I'm still skeptical about Diablo Four. I think it looks great and it'll probably play great, but what's the store going to look like? They say it's going to be anchored well, okay, around okay. cosmetics. You, and it, what was the other tweet? Well, do you think though? Okay, do you think this? Because remember, Diablo Four wasn't on the map at all until Outrage. And then all of a sudden, oh, guys, hey, 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 we do have Diablo 4. It's right here. Yeah. We're getting ready. Do you think Diablo 4 is just going to be Diablo Immortal skin? PC uh, skin? No, I, I I think. I mean, I'm sure Blizzard has been working on this for a long time. They they take their time with games. I mean, do they? Well, I mean, I think they used to. It seems like now <laughs> well, they I take guess their the time. Well, I guess the old team's out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> seems Which, like the way, now they're taking their time making jewels and gems look like each other. I saw that, uh, sp- speaking of IPs that are, you know, uh, speaking of StarCraft. I'm, I'm okay, like, StarCraft. StarCraft. Uh, two of the old developers for StarCraft, I call them the Tims. I don't know their last names, but they left Blizzard a while ago. Mm. They started their own company. It's called, like... Giant, giant blizzard? No, giant, it's not giant blizzard. <laughs> but that would be funny. It would be funny. If, it's giant yeah. storm or something yeah, like that. Snowstorm. Yeah, I <laughs> can't remember. <laughs> but they're they uh, they're making a AAA RTS game. Oh. So they're the they're some of the minds behind. Oh, I think I saw that Starcraft. I yeah. believe the game is called Stormgate. Yeah, I think I Stormgate. saw that. Uh, which you have like the minds of what created Starcraft. Great. They left Blizzard, I think, when everybody else left Blizzard several years ago, and now they're they've started their own game company and everything, and they're they're doing a AAA RTS game, which I think is awesome because I feel like we need more AAA RTS 
games Agreed. out Agreed. there. That's why yeah. I'm really excited. Even though it's not an RTS, but the Aura game, I'm very excited oh, yeah. for yeah. that. I'm excited to see a new take in a, a in you know a decade decades old genre that has just dominated. Let's let's see some evolution here. I, I I'm really excited Amen. for it. But uh, see, StarCraft is another reason I'm skeptical about the new Diablo because not I mean, not just the store, but they say they're going to support it, you know, with expansions and blah, 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 all this stuff. They haven't done that with their last games. Yeah. Like Diablo three, we got Reaper of Souls and then it's been just repeats of seasons afterwards. Nothing. Right. Even Overwatch Wait, we has get, been. Did oh, we just get Necromancer? What? Yeah. But that's yeah, like that was like two years ago. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, anyway, it was so long and ago. then um. And then even even uh, World of Warcraft, yeah, it gets an expansion every once in a while. But between the expansions are usually like you finish really quick and there's nothing to do. Uh, Starcraft and Heroes of the Storm are basically non-existent anymore. Yeah, they put like f- pe- f- five people on Heroes yeah. of the Storm, and which then, is unfortunate uh, I and think then that's a great game. I would even say Overwatch. Overwatch has been very lackluster the past while. And you could argue, oh, well, they were working on Overwatch 2, and Overwatch 2 is the big update. And, you know, I guess there's an argument to be had there, but still, there's no... It's like they don't, it's like they don't have a live team, you know? Well, they're all sexually harassing each other. Ah, well, I guess you're time. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. When you're busy <laughs> stealing... focus is definitely not on gaming. <laughs> yeah, when, you're, yeah. when you're busy stealing breast milk from the fridge, <laughs> yeah. I guess you can't really create what, new dude, heroes in Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. so back it to It really the... is. Think of the movies you could make. You could, I mean, that's like... You can, and you what? could have like... Yeah, Mikey Barra, Mikey Barra is Tom Cruise. We could have... Um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio go in, you know, as... Uh, I don't know. Who, who, Mike? Uh, Who's your Overwatch guy? He Jeff play. Kaplan. Jeff, Jeff Ka- Kaplan. Who could play Jeff Kaplan? You could have like this. Could be Jeff Kaplan's the dude from Jurassic Park, the mathematician. Yeah, What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be quite the. You could make some. There, there is definitely drama at Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could make a whole series out of that. So yeah. Oh, Tom Hanks would be a great one. Yeah, you could do do some crazy things. But anyways, uh, back to what was your question? Xbox set the tone. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Jordan, you agree? Disagree? Where? Yeah. Where do you think? No, I think it was a really good show. The only disappointment I have, and even after watching the extended version, is that just no Xbox big AAA game this year. Yeah, I, it's I still all. Think, I still year. think that's kind of a bummer. But we did see the future of what's coming, basically first half of next year, and that's a lot of big games. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I have. I feel like a lot of those are just going to get delayed because of everything's getting delayed in this day and age. Yeah, I think it's cool Which, to be delayed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's, it's like cool. a cool thing. It's like, like yeah, showing up. Shoot, it's like showing up late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, I want it's delays. I think everyone has this weird relationship with delays because it's like you you're okay with them, but you're not okay with them. Yeah, but you're okay with them because you don't want you don't want a cyberpunk, you don't want a Master Chief collection, you don't want a you don't want a game that's broken because of how the possi- the possibilities of these games like Starfield blow my mind. Well, I think we need to just get to a place of more conservative release dates. Yeah, I do think a- there's a there's a balance. You don't want to be too conservative with your release date, and you got to hit some you know some time frames, but it. For the last year at Microsoft, it has been way aggressive. I mean, Halo was supposed to release at launch, and look at where we're at. It wasn't even close to being ready, clearly. Well, and, well, I mean, they 
They made the mistake of announcing it and then three weeks later delaying it. Yeah, that was which, that was a big mistake. I, I well, they made I, the mistake of announcing it, saying it's ready, and to watch the videos in 4K and that everything's fine, and then they delayed it because yeah. obviously it. And not to say it was early build footage until after the criticism, yeah. <laughs> and then to come out and say, "Oh wait, that was an early build fit f- footage." Are games just being too? Well, I think we're at a unique time in history too. We have to remember a lot of these teams went remote. That excuse is wearing thin now, but I think it's still a real. We're still seeing well, the consequences. Okay, I'm going to be the devil's advocate. I think that excuse is actually just an excuse to say we can delay it because a lot of these teams already work remote because they work. They subcontract a lot of stuff out. Well, no, no, but like for example, Battlefield 2047, which is not a great example of a game the way it launched, but that was worked all over the world. Well, yeah, remote, but you know normally I mean? there's a central studio, and you're they're handing off. To I wouldn't studios. say, David. I wouldn't say normally. I think this industry, especially, predates COVID when it comes to working remotely. Oh yeah, but I don't think they were working remotely in the way in that, that they were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. that's yeah, fair. yeah. That's fair. And I'm just saying, I think it's more of an excuse, especially now, because I think they know how to work remote because they've been doing it for years. Yeah, even well, there even, is even pre so, even pre pandemic. So I work I know. work remote and I go I travel to the office it, once a month, once every other month, and there is something to be said about being in Wearing person. To work. Oh yeah, definitely. There is a no, speed of collaboration. There's a speed at which things get done that really doesn't exist remotely because of the the barriers put up for for remote just by the nature of for instance if there's a quick question or there's a quick thing that needs to be solved in person it gets solved like that or answered like that remotely it, it it's much more of an official i have to wait for this response from this person and this response from this person and then i can do the x y or z that doesn't exist collaboration th- in person is superior i think i think you have you're probably a good example because your company is international and so you have to deal with some weird time zones too correct yeah with with all correct. that stuff yeah right so correct. i don't know but you still deliver content on time remotely <laughs> just saying. but we also do delay stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's get to some questions that were in chat super shocker I actually dropped a super chat earlier when we were talking about debating because you think Valheim was announced before the extended and I don't think it was just for the record Jordan is never wrong says super shocker when it comes to montages about future games just saying David get your burger ready yeah yeah I thought they flashed the title (laughs) thank you super shocker they did for that super check loyal Doyle actually made a comment and he said about the MOBA genre the League of Legends genre he said he, I said, dis- he said you need the accuracy. I remember the comment. Yeah, he I said, I, dis- I disagree that it that it fits necessarily to a console really well. See, the mouse movement to be successful with MOBAs is just too fast for a controller. See, but see, I, I'm i going to counter that because counter. I, I, I understand that. But if it's done correctly, uh, like with a controller in mind, you can design the UI to have just as quick, uh, quick um, input. I, and and I, I would have said yes before. Maybe I would have agreed with you, but MOBAs especially, they are almost. I feel like you can do that with just as accurate and timing and everything with a controller. Let's take a case in point with Fortnite, for example. Before Fortnite, 
um, you'd have basically all pro games. You know, I would say the pro scene, esports scene, were done with a mouse and keyboard, regardless of any game, because of the accuracy and and the keyboard and and everything. We all we all. I mean, the, the mouse... It was universally ex- accepted. They're universally accepted. However, Fortnite came in and started giving controllers some of the... The love? The love I get, yeah. The love that that uh, mappings and specific settings and uh, specific uh, abilities and stuff that a controller would provide. You started seeing controller players start to compete on the pro level with mouse and keyboard. Winning. Winning, winning tournaments. Didn't some guy win with a cell phone? <laughs> I actually did not know that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Won with his cell phone. Yeah, didn't 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 that? Am I wrong? Didn't that didn't that happen? Because Fortnite's on the cell phone, or used to be, right? And, and so what I'm what I'm trying to argue here is, if a developer gives the same care and uh, to a controller to a controller, correct? I mean, we give Blizzard a lot of hate but what they did with Diablo 3 when they ported it over they didn't just do it like a crappy port like they did with, with Diablo immortal, immortal. To, the, to the PC <laughs> yeah with immortal to the PC they gave a new UI they gave uh, a whole bunch of stuff that made the game feel like it was made for that if the developers give that same kind of care that Fortnite gave controller players you're going to see MOBAs it's going to be not a matter of necessity to play mouse. And It'll keyboard. be preference. It'll be preference to play whether a controller mm-hmm. or a mouse. That's that's what I'm arguing. And if it's done right, I think MOBAs can be easily and well, it benefits Riot played for with a controller. Yeah, and it benefits Riot games to do it correctly because that's what you want everywhere your player base plays to be competitive because that's what will make you successful on mm-hmm. every platform. Well, and it's probably really just sensitivity issues, right? Cause, or sensitivity. Well, nah, it's, it's well, cause, cause if you, cause movement, I, Twitch movement, games. I don't, I don't think is an issue, right? Movement left stick. I, I assume he's talking more about skill shots. Cause that's pretty much all MOBAs are is skill shots and the accuracy of a mouse compared to a, the, the let's say the right stick mm-hmm. with, with your abilities. I mean, I think you can be just as quick on a controller with a skill shot than you can a mouse mm. with yeah. sensitivity options and and, and such. If but. done, yeah, if done right, I feel like mobas can be ta- taken very seriously with a controller. Hey, can we? Can we? You mentioned the port from Immortal to the PC. What a terrible port! Like, <laughs> like it. Like Jordan, I, you're so negative today. I know. I just. I, I'm angry. Were you? Did you try playing it on the PC then? Well, no. I've I played it on the PC, and I remember my first week. I was I was telling. I was saying like, hey, the ports like they did the bare minimum, which was literally nothing, and they put it on the PC. And the more I like, every time I log in, it just makes me mad to see tap to play. Like you uh, could not you go in even change the title? and say yeah. click the to play. <laughs> they basically like, just... and no amount of remote work excuses that. Yeah, I mean it's and then the just, text guy dropped the ball. Well, it just it does. The more I play it, the more frustrated I get with just the UI because you can't just hit the escape to get out of a menu, yeah. and it's just to me it feels like just they're not they don't care about their product. So you know? I think I'm an old man because I did download while I was on the road Diablo Immortal to play on my phone and my phone is too small. I so I <laughs> it, you need on an iPad the screen's just too small. It it works well. The the Input feels good. It's crisp. It's responsive. Mm-hmm. What you need, but it's so freaking small. You got to go to Walgreens. So I went iPad, and go- iPad was superior. Oh, okay, superior because that screen is huge. Yeah. I was gonna say you need to go get like Bubbles glasses. Yeah, that's at Walgreens. exactly. 
So you well, need exactly see, what you need. And see what's what's really it's definitely meant for children. What's really disappointing about that game is the fact that it is really fun to mm. play. Like they really do capture a Diablo feel, but with the microtransactions and then the terrible port to PC. Yeah. It holds it back from being great. Let me ask you <laughs> This did you guys? So one thing there's there's, a, there's many more things holding that back from being great. <laughs> yeah. I'll be I'll be honest with you. One of the uh, other th- when you just right click copy and paste onto your PC and then change from APK to EXE, that's like how I feel like that port went right, Jordan. No, that they, there was no effort at all into that port. <laughs> no effort at all. And I I, I mentioned it. I mentioned it a few weeks ago when I first started playing. I'm thinking like, okay, well, whatever. You know, we have it on the PC, so I'm happy for that. But the more I play it, the more I get frustrated. I'm having fun with the game, minus the fact when I get to end game, I'll have to pay a thousand, hundred thousand dollars to be competitive. No. Did you know yeah. that, David? That's like the, that's funny. The best is yeah, the math. Like they came out with math. It's going to cost one hundred fifty thousand dollars to be and to you know have end game finished or whatever. What's the equivalent hours? And then Blizzard came out. This is the best. Like they're like, nah. Fifty thousand. Yeah, it was something. It was something <laughs> like it's not, you know it's not 150. Whoa. You guys hey, did your whoa, math whoa, wrong. Whoa, whoa, it was. Whoa. I don't. I can't remember. 000. I can't remember if it was Blizzard or like a player defending Blizzard or something. But I remember I heard it. They said something about like, well, if you do it efficiently, it's only it's fifty only fifty thousand dollars. Like that. It was guys, like, guys, was like, I don't wow. know. I've seen all this hundred thousand stuff over here. I just have to correct this. <laughs> yeah. It's actually <laughs> only fifty-two thousand. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's not get crazy maybe, here. Maybe. Maybe it was Shroud. I think it might have been Shroud. He was, he he. Come on, guys, he's, be real. I think I think he saw that, and I think he was the one that was like, "Nah, I could probably do it efficiently for fifty thousand or something." But it, it was that's funny. Okay, anyway. can we talk about they went? Peter Hines was on, or Pete Hines rather, was on the extended showcase where they did interviews with him talking about Starfield, and. You think you want the game after watching the Bethesda Xbox showcase on Sunday, watching the interview with him, watching him talk about it, go into detail on on their intent and stuff, how the game works and functions. I want that game so bad. What are some? Give me some like the TLDR of what was said. TLDR, no approach is wrong. We wanted to give you a sandbox experience, and I quote, you could be someone that spends hundreds of hours the entire game just focused on your ship. You could be someone that spends hundreds of hours just focused on building up uh, or mining, for instance. Like you can play the game yeah, however you like... want. It's up to you. No approach is wrong. Sounds a lot like Skyrim with a lot of the Fallout Four systems. That's you basically know, like, yeah, because base space. building, you know, in space with a thousand planets that are not procedurally dread handcrafted planets. Yes, yeah. that's a big one. Which they come which out? Which actually, they actually never said either of that they never said procedure and they never said handcrafted i'm inserting handcrafted there and watch them come out and say oh yeah no those are procedurally generated well i'm sure they have procedurally generated tools that help them create oh, of course they do of course they but do. i was actually i was actually funny story it's, it's a really good video i was actually going to text it to you or message it to you david uh a youtube creator acg uh he actually did yeah. a video on the like you know, their thousand planets compared to Elite Dangerous and the No Man's Sky and stuff like that. And he talked about procedurally generation and stuff. And he was of the... Anyway, what I got out of it is he talked about how it is very possible for them with multiple artists, multiple developers, and multiple years to create a thousand planets. Yeah. Especially because even he said, and they admitted this too, not all of them are going to be fully fully populated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Some will be just mining planets. Some will... I mean, Tom Howard, Todd Howard said it. Some will be... 
Um, you're gonna have your Coruscant Gold, and you're Gold, gonna have yeah. your Tatooine. Yeah, Goldilocks plans. <laughs> your Tatooine. Um, and and he ACG even made the comment that they could. He says that I think they could even put quests on every planet. Will those quests be good? You know, probably not. But they could. You know what I mean? I he, he's it's very a thousand planets compared to some of these other games because that's what they're being compared. That's what this game is being compared to. And he was basically having the argument that it shouldn't be because you're talking you're you're going up to billions of planets compared to a thousand which is yeah. a very a much more realistic number well, doable so it, it was if, a very good video even if the planet is terraformed in sure. a procedurally generated way you just need uh, a team to go in and make interesting things on very specific points of this planet exactly. and integrate mm-hmm. that into the story or quest or anything like that and, ba- and balance them yeah. they're all balanced they all do something you know what i mean that's yeah. that's where it's at Fitzy says, talking about Diablo 4, he says, no effort at all on the port, yet they will still make millions off it, I'm sure. Well, that's why. Oh, well, they already have. I mean, and that's why <laughs> well, and that's why I'm a little more worried about Diablo 4, because who cares about the uproar I mean, when, they you're, just when you're need, making money, They right? just need 10 players to pay to win, level yeah. up at 100,000. That's a million dollars. You need 10 whales. <laughs> you just need 10 whales. And you're good. And you're golden. It's the whale approach. <laughs> yeah. It's called well developing. <laughs> yeah, well development. <laughs> Well, focus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, Jacques says artisan organic planets. Amen. No, yeah, no, um, no MGOs. Well, GMOs. No GMOs. <laughs> no GMOs. <laughs> Extra iron. Extra iron. <laughs> uh, well, no, yeah, you're, you're really. I mean, if they're developing developing it like they did Skyrim, I remember when when Skyrim was being developed, uh, they were there was a big deal on how. It it was, I got the impression that it was a huge team working very hard to make a very very big game. Yeah, and this is that on crack. I mean, you have you're going to have teams with these planets go in and put Easter eggs here, stuff there, stuff there. Uh, just like a, just I mean, this is this is Bethesda, so it's that's just that they're very very good at that. Yeah, I mean, how many times? Have I played Skyrim? You don't have to answer this. This is uh, rhetorical. And I still discover things that I never found in uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours of playing the other games on multiple platforms. So cool. And there is still stuff undiscovered. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we have that on, instead of, you know, next to Whiterun, we are now on a thousand planets. Yeah. Right? We're we're in the... uh, The Stellaris system or something. (laughs) (laughs) Is Stellaris a system? No, I know I that that's a game. It's a game. I don't know. I, I just, don't know if that I was, was like a word. Orion's belt. I know that belt. I I remember that from Men in Black. Let's de- let's de- get to some questions here. Well, actually, before we get to some questions, Jordan Man, tell us there was some Final Fantasy VII remake news today. Happy about it? Are we finally going to get our Final Fantasy remake that we deserve on Xbox? Uh, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> no one really knows. No one knows at yeah. this point. That's a great answer. So they had their Final Fantasy VII, uh, I think it's the 25th anniversary. Uh, so they, they, they announced uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake coming to Steam, which is cool. Uh, they did announce Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Remake, uh, which is coming to Xbox this winter. Yeah, but no seven. And then they even announced Part Two, which I think they called Rebirth or something. Uh, and it's not even going to be the finished Final Fantasy VII. We're going to have to wait for Part Three. Which is frustrating, but <laughs> yeah, it's very frustrating. But uh, anyway, yeah, no, it's and it's like it's like they're purposely not telling. It's 
It's like, okay, look, if you're you not gonna, in the middle, of, if you're not going to give it to me, just tell me. Like, I'd rather know, <laughs> you know, like now I'm, it's like, it, it's the same thing with Final Fantasy 14. It's like, you've never said it's not coming and you refuse to say it is coming. Just tell me. Like, I, I won't be mad. Yeah, I agree. It's like if you were dating someone and they've basically ignored you and broken up with you, but they won't actually officially break up with you. And you're just like, come on, man. They're just avoiding you. Yeah. And you're just like... They just avoid your phone calls? Yeah. And you're just like, what's going on? Are, are we still doing this or not? You know? Yeah. We need to have a define the relationship moment with Final with Fantasy. With Final Fantasy. Yeah. And just say, hey, look, it's not coming to Xbox. Then I can say, okay, I can move on with my life. Yeah. Final Fantasy. Or say, we're working on it. It's going to come to Xbox. They need their DTR team to come out and tell us. I won't be offended. I promise. I just, I would like to the know. The DTR team. <laughs> yeah. And what's really, what's really, what's really annoying is like... We're inventing a lot of new things. For know, man. They should have a DTR team. That should be a I mean, that's a thing. Basically, isn't that a marketing or it's like PR public, team, public really, relations? Yeah. And and then they're what's really it, it, they're announcing it for Steam. Do you think like billionaires have public relation or PR firms consult them on their relationship advice status? Maybe. Uh I haven't you seen the movie Hitch? Isn't that oh, with Will true. Smith? I guess that's what he does, yeah. He goes around and gets people laid. Ironically, that the IRL Will Smith probably could have benefited from it. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, he made a grave mistake. That's funny. Yeah, a grave mistake. Uh, that's actually really, really funny. Yeah, so I would just uh, like to know if, it, and it's coming to Steam. So it's like, okay. Well, and they're giving us Crisis Core, so it's like, okay. You're giving us I everything around it. But not it. I actually think that's what David was trying to allude to about Crisis Core coming out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, Again, it's like... That's the news? That's yeah. the news. Yeah, it's just... But then... And I like how David was like so ha- happy. There's some new Final Fantasy. All right, let me tell you something, kids. <laughs> when you live a life like mine... Let's get, realize, to some, let's get to some questions. You realize that life sucks. Let's get to some questions. <laughs> we, I want Final Fantasy fourteen right now. <laughs> to... Uh, to uh, oh well, no, I want to talk about cri- Crisis Core because I don't okay. know much about Go. like. Okay. Uh, would you like me to give yeah. you a? I'll g- wait, I'll give you a TLDR of Crisis Core. <laughs> okay. It's not Final Fantasy VII remake. It's I know it's that the prequel. <laughs> it's the prequel because I never played this game. So and, yeah, if you remember in Final Fantasy, I believe he's in Final Fantasy VII through like flashbacks and stuff. A character named Zach Fair. Okay. Um. And I won't say too much because I, I can't remember which game it tells you in, so I don't want to ruin it for people. But there is a character, Zach Fair. He's mentioned. I bel- I'm pretty positive he's mentioned in Final Fantasy VII through clouds like flashbacks and stuff. But uh, Crisis Core is about his story, and it, it's the events leading up to uh, Final Fantasy VII. So it is a prequel to Final Fantasy VII. It originally came out on the PSP. I played it on the PSP. It is a really fun game. I would put it. On the tier of seven, like it, it's okay. very good. Is it as good as seven? Mm, I mean, is it as big as seven, or is it a smaller um, game? Because seven was huge. Seven was I, very, I very would, large. I would say it's it's a. I don't know. Is it as long as seven? And yeah. I don't. And with this remake, I don't know because maybe they'll add stuff in, right? Kind of like they did with seven remake. But uh, I would say it's will satisfy your gaming needs. Okay. With time. Well, because I I don't I know nothing about the story or anything. I'm a big Final Fantasy VII fan. Um, yeah, you'll you'll enjoy this. It's 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 the prequel. It's it's really it's I this, enjoyed it. 
I, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but in the first, like, or we're watching the trailer now, uh, in the first scene, I, I swear that's Cloud's sword. It is. It's the Buster Sword. You learn... The origin of that sword? I... That is okay. a good way to put it without spoiling it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm fascinated. You, you learn about... Because there's something that happens, and I can't remember if it touches on it in seven, between Zack and Cloud. This... There's something that happens, and I know there's something at the very end of Seven that happens between, or sorry, sorry, the very end of Crisis Core that happens between uh, Zach and Cloud. That's, I believe, it's the end of Crisis. Core. Anyway, can I ask you this? But... Is this a remake, or is this? Like... Oh, this is a full-on remake. Yeah, yeah like that is not what the PSP looks sure, like in I'm, 2000. I'm, that's what I. Uh, that's what yeah. I figured. Uh, more uh, questions. All right, Jordan, because you're uh, here. My answer, guy. Yeah. Um, there you so... go. Crisis Core was not as long as Seven, so Seven was longer. So. I played these games years ago. This I it's the same team that's making this as the Final Fantasy seven remake. C D two and C D three, correct? I, I would assume it's Square Enix. So my question I'm I'm leading somewhere with this. Why aren't they releasing C D two and C D three of Because they were making this? That's probably. why? I don't know. Because that's frustrating. So they are releasing, C, let's call it CD2, which is part two. I think it's called Afterbirth or Rebirth or something like that. But that's next winter. I would hope it would be called Rebirth. <laughs> Not Afterbirth. Yeah, sorry. Afterbirth. <laughs> I, don't know. I think it's Rebirth. Oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> Final Fantasy Afterbirth. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, there it is right there. I think it's Rebirth. Uh, that's <laughs> oh, so, man. Matt Balsley, okay. Matt Balsley asked, doesn't Cloud have Amnesia in Final Fantasy VII? Yes. Final, <laughs> Fantasy, Crisis, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Uh, okay. Final Fantasy Crisis Core helps explain that. So I'm kind of frustrated then, just that I can't finish Final Fantasy VII yet. Remake. Because, yeah, the remake. Because I... The, uh, apparently the team was making on ma- working on this instead. I would have rather have had this after that whole series. Uh, CD2, I'm calling it CD two and yeah. CD three because well, that's I what mean, it was in, in the, in a in a in a perfect world, and they absolutely had to release it in parts, uh, like they did. They could have just done you know part one, and then maybe six months later part two, and then maybe a six. <laughs> that's months later, what I was expecting. Three. I think that's what we were all expecting, <laughs> and then that never happened. They they remastered the remaster for PlayStation Five and PC and it was like <laughs> that's why it's called Afterbirth. No 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 it was remember it was Final Fantasy Seven remake integrated or something like that and it was like well, you gave us the just give us the second part. So okay well I, a lot of my questions got answered. I, I am very excited for Crisis Core because I do think it's a good game. I have I think I played it. I probably played it. When did I get my PSP? Probably two thousand. I don't know. I. I played it way long ago on the PSP, um, but if you're a fan of Seven, yeah. I think you will enjoy Crisis Core because it 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 goes through some events that'll and it gives you a little bit more character background on some characters that are in and mentioned in Seven. Cool. So so this is the it's, uh, it's a good prequel. This is the I, better call opinion. Saul to Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not as good, but it's there to connect the characters together more. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's some stuff. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Cool. And it, it, it does add a lot to the story that may be confusing, but like Matt Balls, you said, uh, Cloud has amnesia in FF7. This kind of sh- explores that a little bit, I guess, would be the good... I just don't want to spoil anything because there's a lot sure. in Crisis Core that would spoil 7. That's fair. You know, uh, Well, I, there's a I, lot in 7 that would spoil 7. I plan <laughs> on playing. I plan on playing this 
just I wanted to find out that this te- the same team that's that's kind of frustrating. I, I, well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure they're the same department, just different guys, you know. But it's you know, Final Fantasy is Square Enix, so overall they are the same team. Sure, you know. All right. David, I interrupted you because you're good. I wanted to end. No, Everybody's really liking this Afterbirth title. <laughs> I mean, it is. <laughs> I mean, you came up with something here. Yeah, if there's a Afterbirth crisis, <laughs> <laughs> core, a core crisis. Uh, oh man, that's funny. And it's uh, next gen graphics too, because <laughs> yeah. we're on the new hardware with uh, with uh, Afterbirth. All right, let's take two questions before we head out of here. Our first one comes from the one and only Captain Obvious. To submit a question, you can do so every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X One Bros. Go to the community tab. We post a question up there every single week. Actually, before we get to the questions, my bad. I want to go over the poll. We draw. I did drop a poll on the community. Dropped it hard on their face. One second, and I want to. I wanted to review that because I thought it was interesting. Um, oh, that never mind. Oh, what did you think of the Xbox showcase? So it was loved it, hated it. It was okay. Uh, the loved it. This is out of this is quite a few people in our community voted here. Loved it. Forty eight percent loved it. Fifty one percent thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Only one percent hated it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, see, and I think that it was like I I get where people are coming from. The okay, like you know, there's a you know, but I think if they would have had a Xbox AAA for this year, I think that okay would have been a little bit less, and more people would have done loved it. Like if they, I understand they delayed Starfield, but if they would have threw in like Avowed December this December, well, you know and what that's, I mean, yeah, and so, that's and I, I think that's. The disappointment of maybe a lot of people. I agree. I agree with that 100%. And Captain Obvious actually asks, what game wasn't in the Xbox and Bethesda showcase that you guys were looking forward to? Avowed. Avowed. Yeah. I I think a lot of people want to see what that's about. There's hype surrounding that. Well, and, um, oh, what's, uh, the, the, the girl that stares Senua at you, sacrifice. Senua Sacrifice. Yeah, that game I was yeah. expecting too, and that yeah, wasn't there none of that. of that at all. So we, kn- we know that those aren't coming in the next 12 months. Yeah. But, I mean, next year, right? You know, next fall. Yeah. Winter. Yeah. Sailor Mercury Hopefully. in chat says, The showcase was a solid B for me. Biggest issue was no title to replace Starfield this holiday, but loved Persona Trilogy and Starfield gameplay. Yeah, Persona's going to be fun. I think I'm going to jump right into Persona 5. Yeah. I mean, should I do 3 and 4? I don't know. I'll probably jump right into 5. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had time to play 300-hour games. And <laughs> <laughs> but just to, just to check them off the list right before something. Yeah. Great question. Thank you, Captain Obvious, for writing. Let's go to Blake Densley. He is really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. Shredder's Revenge, which I have been messaged by multiple players, and I've watched my players are really – people are really liking the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles – so we're going to have to jump in and play it. But he says, I want to know what your favorite couch co-op memory is. Do you have a desire to actually couch co-op anymore or just be online multiplayer? I have so many couch co-op memories. Do uh, I have the desire to do it now? It depends. No. It, for me, it depends. There is there is a convenience to online that cannot be beat. No, but when you're getting together with friends, it's not about convenience. It's about... It's about sharing the well, moments. But you know? I want to having I, pizza, having yeah, drinks. Yeah. But I, 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 wanna, I, I get that, but I'm not as young as I once was. <laughs> well, I'd rather no, no, no. just sit in my comfy chair, just have to text you guys. Well, here's my know? problem. Here's my problem. The prices of gas are really hurting. <laughs> Here know, is my I problem. A block away. <laughs> no, here's my problem. So I've got a 65-inch, very nice LG television, 
and I'm playing Lego Star Wars with my children, and I play multiplayer. I would rather have my own screen. Even on a big TV, I cannot... The split screen pulls you out of immersion. That That's my issue. So I'll be couch co-op as long as we get our but own see, screen. I'm going to argue that games that allow couch co- co-op were never really meant for immersion. They were meant to just have a good time with friends. Yeah, like, like party games. Yeah, Party games is an example. Mario Kart is a great example. Uh, t- a good game would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm well, not, but the, I'm the not thing caring. with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're on the set, you're on one same screen. I like that. Uh, well, and that's how I mean that's Couch. Some of my favorite. Let's talk about the question. I love Turtles in Time. One of my favorite games uh, I've played in my entire life. I love that game. That is one screen. That is it. it Pause. Was, Pause here. Sorry, Scorn could have been renamed Afterbirth. you're watching the trailer okay uh thanks for sorry okay go ahead no i think i think couch co-op games are not about understanding a story and getting immersed in something special it's about hanging out with your friends having a good time Mm. i think i think both have a place no i I don't think they generally are meant to cross i agree okay let me rephrase it from saying immersion i don't enjoy the split screen as much as i enjoy being on one screen. So the best couch co-ops are to me are couch co-ops where you're all on one screen. Sure. The virtual couch. The Smash Brothers, for yeah. instance. Oh yeah. Smash. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like you like you said. Or uh yeah, I mean my first couch co-op game I ever played, Joust, you know, on the Atari twenty six hundred, I think it was. That one uh that was one screen. I mean, the majority of couch co-op games that I have played besides Halo were single screen beside and 007. Well, Halo, and 007, Halo, that was the quad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> couch co, yeah, couch co op and land parties kind of go hand in hand. But uh, Halo basically popularized it. You know, you see, well, Halo, no, nowadays Halo, you don't see kids carrying their TVs from to street to street. You know, their, yeah. Halo was something special for sure. No, ha- I, having multiple TVs back to back, so you're not screen peeking. Yeah. I, for sure. I have had a lot of good memories with couch co-op and LAN parties like Halo. But I think at the point in my life right now, I'm not against you, I'm you not hate a, people. No, no, no. I'm not against I'm not against couch co-op. I think it's cool when they bring it to like Diablo and stuff. I play couch co-op with my son. But sometimes for me, it's just nice to sit down in the nice chair, text you guys and say, "Hey, yeah, party's open if you want to jump in." And you know? And land parties were not couch co-op. That was couch PvP. Okay. Well, yeah. And we're talking couch co-op, right? Yeah, like couch co-op on my own screen. And and Goldeneye was not couch co-op. That was couch PvP. Unless you played Perfect Dark. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah that was that was that's a very okay, different. Okay, that's thing. fine. Yeah. But I I appreciate what the virtual couch has been able to do for me. Has brought to my life. Yeah. <laughs> That and well, no, I'm going to be honest. It's actually just like Magic the Gathering. Perfect example. Magic the Gathering, I still love that game. I have all the cards. I'd like to play if anybody wants to play. But when Hearthstone came out, it was like, oh, I could just sit here at my desk and do it. You know, instead of every Friday night going to down to the, the shop. Which, yes, there's still a place for that, and it's still fun. But see, that's... But playing Hearthstone on, you know... That's just, what I'm talking it was about. Just, it was, there, was, there was a lot of niceties to that. But but the going down to you the like to the shop, going down to the shop, it's it's not necessarily about the game; it's about the interaction with friends. Yes, 
Yes, it's that like, is true. That is true. It's like going that's what I'm, I agree that's what that. I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. So did I win the argument here? No. Okay. Well, fair. What was the question? Oh, some memories? Yeah, favorite memories. I, I mean, I have lots of favorite memories, but now I, I agree with Jordan. I do prefer the online play in 2022. There's a convenience to it. Star Wars is held back, Lego, by not having giving me that option. Because I would love to play that game with you yeah, guys. Yeah, I wish, I wish I could play it with you guys. I do. But Lego games have never had online, which, come on, guys, let's get into well, it. Well, but they also took away on this one... The merging of the... T- when you're close together, your screen goes away and then it splits apart. Uh, I, like it's in the oh. se- I think it's in the settings. Do I have to go into yeah. settings? It's called that? dynamic Yeah, something. that one like that one makes me sick. Dynamic. Oh, I, like, like, I actually kid, like it. My kids are running around and you're like, holy crap, just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. <laughs> the the only couch twisting. co-op you guys have interaction with are with your children, correct? Well, now, because that's like my life. I have <laughs> to go to work, I have Imagine. to come home, and then I have to... Imagine if you just had a room dedicated with pizza, drinks, you know, and I (laughs) believe you guys would change your mind. And and we still do every now and then. Like, remember when we had that land party? Yeah, that was that David said he didn't want to come to. David's David's stupid. Well, what game was it? It was a plethora of games. Yeah, I I actually bought everybody games to just try out. It was a PC land party. Yeah, I didn't want to haul my. I didn't want to disconnect my PC and haul it over. Uh, no, and see, and what am I? And on, I, what am I on a monster? What are yeah. we? What uncivilized? No, we're not. And again, him next time. And again, in? all of that is really fun, but also, but it is just really nice to just say, "Hey, Mark, David, you want to just jump into a round of Diablo Resurrected for a couple hours?" Afterbirth, Diablo Afterbirth. Diablo Afterbirth. I'll probably still say no, but I'll consider it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, great question, Blake. Thank you very much for writing in. That's a fantastic question. Everybody, I think that does us for this week. It's been a good week. A good week for Xbox. A good week for gaming. Very excited. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. If you have not yet, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Rate us with five stars. Even if you hate us, leave us the angriest (laughs) review. Just give us the five stars, and you can call us whatever name you want to call us. Come over to YouTube and subscribe Just to us give here. Us, give us a great review, yeah. but your words can be terrible. Your words can be filled with hate and animosity as long as you give us that five star. It's all we want. It's all we need. No, thank you. It's fun. It's fun to hang out. We'll see you guys next week on the flip side. Defenestrator, thank you for the super chat. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye.